The news at noon is brought to you by Owensboro Health Wound Center. Your tri-state weather today, sunny skies, slightly warmer, high of 60, mostly clear tonight, 35 for your low, and on Wednesday, mostly sunny during the morning, then partly sunny, breezy, and warmer with a high of 66. Right now, 56 degrees at 104 FM WIKY. There's been a major water main break on the far east side of Evansville. The break is at Lincoln Avenue and Fuquay Road, and it's causing issues for area residents. We've received several reports of diminished pressure or no water at all from listeners in that area. More than 4,700 properties are now under a boil water advisory until further notice. That includes parts of both Vandenberg and Warwick counties. The Grim Road tank, which supplies water to customers in that large area, has been drained. First notice of the problem came in about 3 o'clock this morning. No word yet on when they expect to have it fixed. The Warwick County Sheriff's Office is looking into an incident that happened this morning along State Road 62, just east of Boonville. A female victim was found lying next to a culvert with serious injuries. Sheriff Mike Wilder says... She's been taken to the hospital. In addition to investigating deputies, Warwick EMS and Boonville Fire Units responded. No other information was immediately available. Doctors in Florida are closely watching a cluster of children infected with measles, as experts warn about a surge in cases nationwide. ABC's Allison Kosick has more. An elementary school near Fort Lauderdale is now reporting five students with measles. Meanwhile, nine cases have been reported in the Philadelphia area since December, all involving unvaccinated people. So far this year, at least one case has been reported in 12 states. Measles spreads in the air when an infected person coughs or sneezes. Symptoms include fever, cough, runny nose, and a distinctive rash. But severe cases can lead lead to brain swelling, pneumonia, or even death. The woman killed in a shootout between groups at an Indianapolis restaurant Monday morning has been identified. She was 35-year-old Gary Bartender and tavern co-owner Crystal Kennebrew. She was the owner of Fatso's Pub and Gary and came to Indianapolis to attend an NBA All-Star party. She was with a group of friends at the Waffle House near the airport early Monday morning when a fight between groups erupted into gunfire. Five other people were wounded. A terrifying moment for students and teachers at a private school in Texas Monday is under investigation. Correspondent Chuck Severson has more. A 16-year-old student brought a gun to the Pioneer Technology and Arts Academy's middle and high school campus before 9 a.m., says Mesquite Police Sergeant Curtis Phillip. Officers responded and attempted to negotiate with the subject. During the process of negotiating, an officer-involved shooting occurred. The student was wounded. Nobody else was hurt, but still... You're actually living through it. It's a scary situation, frightening situation. Shamaria Knowles, a teacher at Pioneer. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. The student is reported to be in stable condition. A warrant was issued for an English Indiana man accused of battering an infant. The child required immediate medical attention at the Norton Children's Hospital in Louisville for severe life-threatening brain injuries. 26-year-old Cameron Watts was arrested on Monday without incident and is behind bars in Crawford County. He has numerous charges, including domestic battery, resulting in serious bodily injury to a person less than 14 years old. 
A woman who says she was scammed by a call claiming to be from Amazon is now warning other customers to be on the alert. Andrew Barrett-Dimbert has more. Charlotte Coles, a personal finance columnist in New York, says she got a call she thought was from Amazon, telling her she'd been the victim of identity fraud. She says she spoke with several people, even someone claiming to be from the CIA. Coles says the person she thought was an investigator told her there was a warrant out for her arrest for cyber crimes, money laundering, and drug trafficking. He told me that in order to avoid arrest, I would need to cooperate with their investigation. Coles followed the scammer's directions, rushing to the bank to withdraw 50 thousand dollars cash and putting the cash in an SUV that was sent to her house. But as soon as the driver drove away, Cole says she realized she'd been scammed. Upgrades are coming to the Huntingburg Regional Airport. The facility will receive a generous grant of $3.3 million to build a new general aviation terminal. The money comes from the fiscal year airport terminal program, which handed out grants to many airports across the nation. Huntingburg was the only one in Indiana to receive a grant from that program this year. When finished, the new terminal will replace an old block building that's been in service for over 60 years. A public meeting is on Wednesday to discuss another road construction project in Henderson. Work is expected to start March 4th on Wathen Lane. The project, which includes new asphalt, will take about nine months to complete. Anyone living in that area is welcome to attend the meeting and learn more about the plan. The meeting starts at 5 p.m. at the Bridges Golf Course on Wolf Hills Boulevard. New questions about the future of fertility treatments after Alabama's Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos are children. The decision reverses a lower court's ruling in a case brought by a couple who sued a fertility clinic for wrongful death after someone dropped their frozen embryos on the floor, destroying them. Alabama's high court ruled on Friday that embryos created through IVF would be protected under wrongful death of a minor act. ABC's Andrew Dimebert has more on that. Alabama State Medical Association warning the increased risk of legal exposure might result in Alabama's fertility clinics shutting down. The issue is already on the radar of federal lawmakers. Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth and Pennsylvania Congresswoman Susan Wild have introduced a bill called the Access to Family Building Act. It would establish IVF and other fertility treatments as a right for patients and doctors. People with painted-on smiles and oversized shoes are coming to Owensboro this fall. The Universal Clown Summit will hold a reunion at Owensboro's Convention Center from September 4th through September 7th. Officials say it'll be a spectacular extravaganza that will dive into a world of laughter and joy. This gathering is a chance to learn advanced clowning skills from top-notch instructors from across the country. Organizers encourage all clowns, or those who are thinking about putting on the big red nose, to attend this summit. You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM WIKY. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Falling share prices for chipmaker NVIDIA were pulling the Nasdaq composite down more than 1% going into the midday. The S&P was off about half a percent. The Dow Jones was flat in the early going. The White House is investing more in companies that hope to make computer chips in the United States. Global Foundries is getting $1.5 billion to expand its operations in New York and Vermont. European regulators are investigating TikTok over what they call the app's addictive design. At issue is whether it breaks a new European law aimed at protecting children. 
Last year, the EU fined TikTok about $370 million for failing to properly guard personal information of kids. Here's another reason to travel light. American Airlines is raising its checked bag fee from $30 to $35 online and $40 at the airport. A second bag will cost $45 to check. Jim Ryan, ABC News.